go ahead. Make my day. I ain't got time to bleed. Yellowstone's a super volcano, so that's why they're like, oh crap, because when it pops, the world's ending. Like, all of Yellowstone is basically a volcano. (laughs) (laughs) It's a culture. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this this year's been crazy, so uh, can't get any worse. We're only six months in. (laughs) It could get worse. We could do another episode of Nerdwave (laughs) Debates. Is that what this show's called now? Third wave debates, guys. I don't know. What is it called? (laughs) This is the biggest disaster all year. (laughs) It'll be like, hashtag Jay's host. (laughs) Is that the intro? Are we doing that? (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Continue. Welcome to Nerd NRD Debates, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been here before, but welcome back. Um, I'm Jay. I'm hosting today. Today, I am in charge. I have all the power. Uh, we got Bobby uh, going up against Kevin. We got some hi. DCEU questions. Say hi, boys. Hi, boys. I'm, I'm dabbing. You can't see me. Am I, is he's this still cool? Up. He's dabbing Negative three haters. points for dabbing. Is this still cool? To... <laughs> negative three? It should have been a Oh, man, but I saw Cam Newton per... do it. It should have been negative three per dab. Can you, can you reverse that? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm like, I'm in debt. I'm in retroactive. <laughs> you owe everyone two points. Um. <laughs> uh, so we've established that we're going to do how we're going to do scoring and the, determine the winner at the end of a 10-episode season uh, based on points. A point is going to be awarded for each question you win against your debate uh, opponent. So um, I think right now, here's a scoreboard. We start Bobby at the bottom of the list with one point. Yeah, let's let's start off at the bottom with Bobby. Let's, <laughs> let's do it that way. Thank you. Ooh, you suck. One point for Bobby. Bobby and sense. then Kevin's. Kevin's in the right in the middle there with two points average Kevin's, like Kevin where vanilla. i like to be kevin is so vanilla <laughs> <laughs> vanilla rice <laughs> uh and then me of course at the top of uh course. i was three points all hail jay you can't see so. it but i'm bowing <laughs> oh that's only three points <laughs> Okay, so guys, today I got questions with the recent news of Zack Snyder being released on HBO uh, Max next year. Uh, I thought we'd hit up uh, some DCEU stuff uh, and try to refresh it or even bring it back around and maybe see hopefully this is going to be a positive note going forward. Um, So let's just get down and into it. My first question is going to be have it on here uh what should the dceu do to reestablish continuity among future films so i don't know right now uh they're kind of saying that they're going to be standalone but you know with some of the recent news i feel like maybe that could be reversed again and i'm hoping so um so what are you guys take on it how is this going to be possible how are they going to do it what's the best way to do it um let's go with kevin first i'll go first um actually i'm sad that you broke that news i thought i was going to be the first to tell everybody that the snyder cut's being released um, cause <laughs> just kidding, but it totally factors into my answer. And my answer is a man of steel two that builds off of the Snyder cut of the justice league, because essentially what Snyder, what Zack Snyder was trying to do was build a universe very similar to what Marvel was doing. Um, albeit incredibly rushed, but this movie or this, this movie that they're making into a mini series is going to be broken up into four separate episodes. So there's going to be a lot of material that they're going to be reintroducing to us. Um, and like you said, Jay, this could garner some extra support for continuing on with this story, depending on how successful it is. So if it gets a ton of ratings, makes a lot of money, they might be like, OK, let's let's move forward with the continued universe where they're all interacting together. Um, and I think the first movie that you put out after that is A Man of Steel 2. Um, everybody, as far as I can tell, likes Henry Cavill as Superman. I haven't really heard anybody complaining about that. They complain about how he's how he's portrayed. Spoiler alert for the next question. Um, but most people like the actor. So I and I personally love him as Superman. I want to see more movies with him. I think there's a lot of material they can use that could lead eventually into a Justice League 2. So I think this would be the first stepping stone into sort of taking a page out of Marvel's book. So you, you kind of you accept what has been shown to us so far and you basically try and rebuild from there. So Snyder Cut, Man of Steel 2, then you can have like 
you know wonder woman 3 or you know the aquaman 2 and then finally the flash movie which eventually builds into justice league 2 where you have uh dark side eventually appear and you know then you you rebuild the team basically um i don't think really anybody has any issues with how the this universe has been casted for the most part especially the main heroes um so i think holding on to those people would be you know uh beneficial to rebuilding this new universe and it all starts with the number one guy the number one movie we got was man of steel let's try and rebuild again with man of steel 2 okay bobby what's your take well i think that's that's a very good uh that's a very good answer i think that that would make a lot of sense but i think honestly the one of the best things you could do like because it's rumored i don't know if it was confirmed but i think there were heavy rumors that uh henry cavill you know is gonna be back um, but I think getting Ben Affleck back would be the, the best thing you could do. Um, I think you should keep all the same main characters from this universe, you know, cause if you want continuity, you know, that's the best way to do it. I think you should make the, the new Batman movie either like some kind of a prequel. I don't really know the story if, if that's what they're doing yet, or just make it like off in its own universe, kind of like the Joker. Uh, just, I, I think getting Ben Affleck back would be huge because he was the best part of BBS. I think uh, Henry Cavill was good, but Ben Affleck, like just his intensity that he brought as Batman was incredible. I, I thought he was a good casting when he got cast, but then when I actually saw him performing, it was it was pretty awesome. I liked him better than Christian Bale as Batman. Um, obviously, they kind of nerfed him a little bit in um, in the Justice League. I, I kind of think of uh, like I think of it like the Black Panther going from Civil War to the Black Panther movie. You know, just for some reason, they just toned down both characters in the in the following movie, and it, they both really suffered for it. Um, and you know, Batman and Bruce Wayne were just kind of bland because he didn't really have an edge. But I think if you you bring that back, depending on you know what the next threat is, uh, and I, I think bringing back Ben Affleck as Batman is going to be the best thing you can do for the universe. The only the only problem that I have with that because I actually do enjoy Bat you know Ben Affleck as the character. I I was very. Um... I was very vocal about how I disagreed with the casting originally, not as much as I was with Wonder Woman, actually, because I thought she was just not built for the role. Um, yeah. <laughs> but with Ben Affleck, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, he's almost too famous. It's, it'll be kind of strange to see him in this role. But once I saw it, he was he was fantastic. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that specifically will help create any kind of continuity going forward besides holding on to the specific actor. But how does that help build on to the future of, of the uh, you know the DCEU whereas my my option making a Man of Steel 2 sort of um, re-familiarizes people with the character uh, reintroduces re, you know uh, resets up uh, Superman as the basically you know he's basically the not in terms of tone but he is the Iron Man of this universe because mm-hmm. he was the first the first one that they did he was sort of the one that they all kind of rally around in Justice League despite all of his problems um, so it sort of it, it brings in this linchpin for the future. Um, not only is Superman as a character super compelling when talking about future movies with bigger threats than Batman can really you know handle physically. Um, so I don't know. It just doesn't for me. It doesn't seem like it's something that really sets up the future of the Justice League DCEU. For Batman, his so, mm-hmm. his stories alone, I think that would be great because um, I do like Ben Affleck as the role. But in terms of the the larger universe, I'm not sure it helps as much as uh, a new Superman movie would. Well, okay, so here's the thing. So let's say Ben Affleck is not brought back, which is probably likely the case. Uh, if you if you continue the Justice League going forward, he's going to be recast. Have you like I I can't think of a such a star in like a series of movies being recast, and it not like I I can't even think of like a like the main star of of a series like this being recast like you know don Cheadle came in as uh, as war machine in the second iron man movie but that that's just a supporting character so that's not really that big of a deal but when you have one of the four biggest superheroes ever recast in the same continuity i think people are going to question that you and i and jay we wouldn't necessarily but i think like the average moviegoer is gonna be like well what happened to ben affleck you know where, where is he like who's this guy because they're probably not going to be as big of a star as Ben Affleck is for one, so you lose the you know, you lose the um, just the celebrity of him for that. Carl Urban. Um, <laughs> that that would be the perfect casting. <laughs> so I I can't blame you there for that. But I you know it's just like I think as as important as Man of Steel or actually you know another thing I was thinking is so we're gonna have the 
the Joss Whedon slash Snyder Justice League, which is the one we saw in theaters, and then we're going to have the Snyder Cut. So you have two movies here. Which one is going to be the one, like, so are you, are you just going to completely disregard the Joss Whedon cut? Like, is that no longer canon? Because that's going to be super confusing as that's the movie that came out in theaters. And how many people are going to watch it on, on HBO Max? Again, I'm thinking more along the lines of, an, of the average person. They're not going to, they're going to be like, wait a minute, I this this never happened in the movie that so, I saw. Let's take your premise then. If that's the case, then the, f- mm-hmm. the future de- continuity of the DCEU is irrelevant either way. What's gonna? What I'm basically proposing is that the Snyder Cut is gonna be the new canon, um, based on essentially what I'm saying. If that ends up being as successful and you know as lucrative as they're hope, hoping it's gonna be, and I think that a lot of fans are hoping it's gonna be, that's gonna basically be the new canon of this universe. And like we've seen, the reason the Snyder Cut even exists is because of fans wanting it and demanding it and being very vocal about it. So if they're saying we want a new continuity based on this Justice League, that's what they're going to do because they're going to follow the dollar signs. To bring it back to your previous point about um, bringing Ben Affleck back and not, you know, not recasting that role, we saw Joker get recast, uh, you know, within a couple years, and it was one of the most successful. Not in the not, same not continuity, same, though. Yeah, it's still, a different universe. But how many so. people know that? Not a lot of people know that besides real fans. So they're going into this saying, where is where's jared leto what the hell but it didn't matter it's one of the most successful dc movies and the most critically acclaimed dc movies that's ever been made so um i don't think that that will necessarily matter as much it will to some people and they'll be like they'll be confused for a second but i think that the character is more important in that case so that's just my my thought i I I disagree with oh sorry oh uh uh, yeah, you got like, I'll give you 30 seconds. I got another follow-up question for this first one. Okay. Well, I, I just disagree with that just because there was no Batman, you know, there, there, Batman wasn't a thing in the Joker movie, you know, and that was his own, like it was a spinoff. So it wasn't like, it wasn't in the justice league universe. So that's why I don't think it really matters all that much. Uh, it's just, if, if you had the Joker movie somehow right after um, suicide squad, in that universe, it would have been a lot more confusing, and I don't think it would have worked right. as like, well. Like I said, the average fan doesn't, or the average person seeing these movies doesn't necessarily know that. So I think the point's a little bit moot because basically you're saying that people are going to know what they're seeing every time they see it, when only nerds like us are going to know <laughs> that. You know, you know what I mean. So that's my that's my rebuttal. I don't know. I spread my nerdiness to my girlfriend, so she knows <laughs> it too, and she's an average fan. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't want to throw right. but she likes Transformers Okay, there's kind of follow-up questions for each of your, <laughs> each of your answers. Uh, Kevin, with Wonder Woman 1984 coming out, uh, are you worried that might overshadow a potential, as her as the leading character in the DCEU, might overshadow Superman? And Bobby, with the recasting of Superman, I mean, of Batman already, and Robert Patterson in his own standalone movie, do you think that's going to cause issues if you brought back uh, Ben Affleck? So, uh, goodbye. Um, okay. Uh, well, again, I I don't think we know the uh, the setting of the Batman yet. Uh, I've heard rumors that it could be a prequel uh, to like the universe that we're in now. So it's kind of hard to say because he also is definitely a younger uh, a younger Batman than Ben Affleck. So they could definitely do it as a prequel. I don't I don't think it would work as being a sequel type thing. It'd have to be either in its own universe or as a prequel. So I don't think that's going to really overshadow anything, like. You know, the, the, in the comics, the, there are different universes, um, you know, different Batman, just, the, you know, things like that. So I think you could you could pull it off just having Robert Pattinson's Batman as its own standalone movie, kind of like the Joker. So, or a standalone universe even, an sh- offshoot even, you know? So, so basically, you would have a problem with, um, or you don't think that, you would have a problem with recasting Ben Affleck in future DCEU movies, but you don't have a problem with two different Batman existing at once? No, because I think it's going to be clear that the, that one is has nothing to do with the Justice League. If you want to talk about confusing general fans, that'll do it. <laughs> um, Kevin, as for my question, um, almost the same answer. The um, just <laughs> Wonder Woman, <laughs> Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is a is essentially a prequel that happens all before um, Man of Steel dons the cape. Anyway, wait, what year that. is it? Uh, I think it's eighty seven. <laughs> okay, um, just wanted to make sure. Yeah. But so I think it, it predates that. So in terms of like any kind of story continuity, I don't think it'll really affect it at all. Um, but if your question is more towards uh, Wonder Woman as a character taking the spotlight away from Superman, um, I think that 
in terms of the triumvirate, you have Wonder Woman, <laughs> Superman, and Batman. So if two of those at, remain continuity or, you know, uh, hold on to that continuity for the future, um, that's good. I think that they kind of would support each other either way. So I, I don't have any problem with Wonder Woman being propped up as a, um, you know, as a uh, character that's being put on the center stage. Um, because Superman, again, was essentially the first one of this universe that could rebuild and basically reintroduce the character and the universe using that character as the first step. And people have been waiting for Man of Steel 2 forever. I know I have. <laughs> Kevin is people. <laughs> I'd, you know, it's you debatable. Know, I, but... As much as I would love to see a, a Man of Steel 2, I would love to see a standalone Ben Affleck Batman movie. Like, I, I think I would much rather see we that. We were supposed to get that, and then he walked away. It sucked. No, well, you you saw that. him. You you saw all those pictures of him just like looking dejected, like just completely hating his life, yeah, just with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, he was hungover. <laughs> yeah, that's because he's got a drink because he hates all being right. Batman apparently. <laughs> so that wraps up question one, guys. Um, are we doing scoring yeah, after scoring first people. questions? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, both amazing answers, guys. I like both where your heads are at, both where you're going. You guys have good ideas. Um, pretty close. Um, Bobby, I like it. just a lot of things. You, <laughs> I would love to see Batfleck again. Um, I mean, as far as continuity goes, it would be the best fit. Um, Kevin, I think, you know, I love Superman too. Um, um, and I like the idea that, you know, the, uh, that the, the Snyder cut is going to be, what's going to be continuity is going to be based off of, because like you said, um, the weed and cut would be no point in, in having, uh, any more continuity done off of that. Um, really tight questions. Um, you guys both did a great job. Um, I have to leave with, uh, lead with, uh, Kevin wins this first question. Um, Boo! There's just, there's so many issues with Boo! that. Like, like he's already left. Uh, we've <laughs> already heard that, um, you know, we've already heard that Henry Cavill is going to come back to portray Superman in future uh, DC properties. You don't know if it's going to be his own movie or if it's going to be cameos, um, which I hope it is. Um, and, but we got Robert Patterson in the next one. Maybe if it is uh, um, a prequel, that'd be pretty cool. And hopefully, you know, maybe there's still talks, maybe a chance to get Batfleck back. Um, we're all hopeful for this feature of DCU because it only can go up from here because we're already at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to lie, Bobby. Your answer is really good. And I yeah. didn't even realize that the fact that not having the same casting would ruin continuity. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I was looking at yeah. it more from a narrative point of view. But yeah. I mean, I I didn't expect to come close because uh, I think your answer is actually really good. Because obviously, if they're going to do the Snyder Cut, why not go yeah. with that and as I the continuity? That's, that's, <laughs> I think that's where it got me. At. That's what swayed me on there because you, yeah. you kind of forgot that there's no point in being continuity if we stick with Joss Whedon. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was a really good point. I, All right. In the, uh, just, just a, a little aside here in the middle of Kevin talking, I nearly changed my answer. I, I, and then I changed the back. I, I was almost going to say do a flashpoint. So you just kind of wipe out everything that's been done. But then I was <laughs> so like, just destroy all the continuity. Retcon everything. <laughs> but I mean, like you, you create new continuity from the old universe and you'd still have the same flash. And maybe some of the characters, but yeah, it was it, so, it's a lot a lot to do. <laughs> remember that answer because at a certain point when we start repeating topics on the show, we'll we'll maybe you can use that answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the flashpoint episode. Uh, all right, on to our second question, boys. Uh, who do you think uh, which character is best portrayed in the DCEU? Uh, could be actor, could be whoever performed. You know how they perform, or you know just based on who who is most successful. Um, in the DCEU. Um, we'll go with Kevin first. All right. I think that this one's a no-brainer. I think it's basically the most obvious question, or the most obvious answer to this question, and that is Wonder Woman. I think uh, the what Gal Gadot does, or Gal Gadot does in this, uh, in this role, is it makes someone... Basically, she plays the naive fish-out-of-water character so well when, when she finally goes to London in the story. Uh, spoiler alert, because she spends her whole life on Themyscira. And... Uh, so she just really portrays that sort of like wonder of being in a new place really well. Um, not only that, she has like this, this like almost like childlike faith in people and how. Someone call it naive. Well, I already said that, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she she basically goes to this new world and realize you know hears about the war. It's set during World War One, and she just doesn't want to believe that 
people are the ones that are doing this. It's, you know, a god, the god of war, Ares, that's making everybody fight because that's what he does. So her her basically having this like childlike wonder of a new place, new people, a new conflict, uh, not wanting to believe that people are evil, um, which basically brings in this whole encompassing feeling of, of hope. So um, one, one of the things that a lot of people... Uh, actually, I'll wait. I'll wait for Bobby's answer. But basically, there's this feeling of hope that's that's put into play with her with her portrayal. Um, not only that, her movie is the highest rated, um, you know, DCEU movie in the game because of how charming and how likable and how honestly how badass she is. She that first war that battle scene in that little village in in France when she just like wrecks everyone. That's so awesome. It was really well done. Um, so yeah, my answer is Wonder Woman. All right, Bobert. You want to talk about hope? I know a guy who's got a lot of hope because he's got a symbol of it on his chest. Uh, I think it's it's, it's funny with S. how you were. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny so... with how you were talking up Superman so highly, and then you choose Wonder Woman for this choice. Uh, the correct choice is Superman. Uh, I think you know you we got like a really good origin story with him. Uh, you get to find out why he is the way that he is. You know, a lot of people had, had some trouble with how dark the movie was, but it's like, imagine you being a god and trying to figure out how to live amongst mortal, mortals, you know? You know, you're, you're obviously going to be some kind of an outcast because you don't know how to act around people. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's mocking me. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing a little crying face over there. <laughs> um, you know, Superman, he just, like, he has the look. Like, when you think of Superman, that's what you think of. Henry Cavill is this big dude, big, strong dude. He, like, when he talks about truth, justice, and the American way, like, you believe it, you know? I think Wonder Woman was an excellent casting uh, once we saw it in action. Uh, and I I feel like it's... She she plays the character wonderfully. But I feel like Superman is the best acted and best portrayed character in this universe. Uh, in that's I love, I love Ben Affleck as Batman, but I think he doesn't even hold a candle to how perfect Henry Cavill is in this role. Um, you know, it's like I said, uh, Gal Gadot was, she, she was excellent. I just think that you can't beat how Superman has been portrayed in these movies so far. Minus, I guess the justice league because everybody sucked in that. Okay. So I have, you have no argument for me on Henry Cavill as casted as the character of Superman. Great casting. Mm -hmm. Gal Gadot, great casting. She embodies the part. They both do. They both look the part. Um, what, what doesn't happen in the Man of Steel movie and in Batman vs Superman, um, and maybe maybe it happens for five seconds in the Justice League movie, is any sense of hope at all from Superman, and that's what I was gonna say when my in my first you know my soliloquy at the beginning when I brought up hope, <laughs> but I didn't want to undercut you, but now I'm going to. Um, <laughs> Thank basically, you. the Superman's whole you know shtick of being this hopeful character, the the best that we can all be versus Batman's character as being like nitty-gritty, you know, in the gutters fighting things on the ground floor. Superman is like, you know, the pinnacle of what, you know, you would want to be in terms of physically and also personality. We don't necessarily see that in the movies at all. The the movies are very full of dread, they're very dour, they're very dark like you said yourself. Um so hope is not a word that I would really use to to um you know, to describe Man of Steel, you know, Superman in the DCEU. So I, oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, uh, you know, you're talking about that. Uh, if if there had been the same direction from uh, Superman's movies to Wonder Woman's movies, like two or let's say three quarters of the way through that movie, or almost towards the end, she believes that you know everything is being caused, all the wars, all the bad stuff is being caused by one character, and then when she thinks that she killed that character, her whole world crumbles down because she realizes that's not how life works, and then what do they do? They have a guy that another guy be that character, and he is causing the problems. Okay. Imagine if that didn't happen. There would be no hope at that point for but her. She would have crumbled down as a character. You're talking about a narrative issue and not a characterization. Right? But that drives her character. But she immediately overcomes it. After she defeats that character, she realizes that that's not how the real world works. And you see the resolution when she goes and sees, spoiler alert, Steve Trevor's picture on the big memorial of all the people that died in the war. She, she understands how the world works at that point. And it's so her, her character arc um, isn't necessarily tied to the like her 
how she appears on screen, I guess, is what I would say the most. Um, so her her little moment of not having hope doesn't really negate the whole movie and the whole feeling of this charming person that you want to keep watching go on adventures. My problem here is how convenient is it that there is a character that helped because, you know, she was down for like a minute or two. And then, oh, look, here's the actual Ares. And that fixes the whole problem for her until I don't, I don't think she really figured that out until later, like beyond her own movie, the hope thing. Like or like what should have no, been real a, hope or the, the it's just I, I feel like it was it was very fairy tale-ish how she got to keep that um, that same thought that she had through her entire life that Ares is causing all the bad problems because the real Ares actually did show and, up and he was the one causing a lot of these problems. Everyone always refers to Superman as being a goody two shoes. Right. So essentially mm-hmm. what you're describing is Wonder Woman being Superman, <laughs> which is what we always <laughs> wanted. We wanted this out of Superman. And we got it in a different character, unfortunately. And the portrayal that we see in that I, movie is I'm so very much okay with more the dark intriguing. Superman. I don't mind it either. But in terms of like, you brought up hope, you know, in terms of your character on your own. Um, so, but we don't get that in this portrayal. I'm just saying. Okay. There's hope at the end of the movie, like you were talking about. It's just a little bit more shallow. <laughs> well, he was he was hoping <laughs> that Zod's neck would snap, and it did. He wasn't it, just hoping. Boy, did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have some questions, Jay? Um, oh, wow. I had some. Um, <laughs> I guess we answered so, all of them. Dang, we're good. Yeah, you're pretty good, guys. You're pretty good. Uh, as far as actors go and their characters, which do you think was easiest for, which, I guess, aspect of the character uh, was easiest for to the actor to play because they probably possessed that trait in real life? Oh. Uh, I think that Wonder Gal Gadot probably had an easier time portraying that because I think she she's so actually damn like that. charming. Um, I think Henry Cavill is not this pessimistic version of you know Superman in real life. Um, so not not sure what your question is trying to get to, but just trying to see if you that's guys, my answer. Like, I, I want to see the best portrayal. I, I, I don't for I that don't actor think... to no that. this particular. No, we're yeah. talking about how the character appears on screen, not necessarily how good the actor does it. You know, acting in that okay. job is it? I think uh, Henry right Cavill thing? is the better actor, to serve my point. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if that's the question, then I'd okay. have to agree. I'm not gonna. Have lie. you seen Mission Impossible Six? I mean, come on, that's a whole different movie. That's just uh, okay. I got another follow up uh, with the history of DCEU. I guess well, not really a history of Batman's history of being recast. I think we've already seen that he's been recast. Um, it seems like it was a chance that henry cavill was going to be recast for a long time say your character is being recast what actor would you use to take over that that top that's a real tough question because uh gina carano would be a good choice um she's not necessarily a great actor either but she would look the part for sure um so yeah i'd probably have to go with her all right i'm I'm gonna go um i wasn't totally prepared for that question so I think Michael B. We, Jordan. <laughs> I think what we do is we we throw a curveball and we do an older Superman and bring it back Brandon Routh with better writing because uh, he <laughs> looks just like the the Superman of old and I think that would be he interesting does. to bring him back in the movies because he was brought back for the uh, like the crossover TV event right yeah the crisis so I think that would be really interesting to bring him back as an older super I don't know if Superman can really age. But obviously he's going to be more aged than he was before. But bring him back, get better writing, get Kevin Spacey the hell out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's actually a good question that I might want to do for the next time I'm judging is recasting certain characters. That'd be interesting. So we should do a full a full episode of something like that. Very interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and I give you guys each you know any more final things on this one because I got something here then. me too, oh, just real quick. I'll go first because it's going to be real quick. Um, Gal Gadot is super charming and, you know, an awesome, like she's beautiful. And um, so is Henry Cavill. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> just, just imagine them dating. Oh, my God. Imagine those kids. Uh, okay, so one thing that, like, a lot of people hated was the fact that uh, Man of Steel was so, so, like, so dark and, like, you know, the fact that he killed Zod. But this is him becoming Superman. He wasn't Superman until the end of this movie. This is how he learned to handle 
uh, his villains and how to make sure that he didn't kill unnecessarily going forward. Or, I mean, it was obviously necessary, but like, this is where he learned his code. So, <laughs> okay. Kevin's just nodding at Go me. ahead. So, so I, I think that's a very important part of uh, his portrayal of the character. It's the, Man of Steel is him learning how to become Superman. And then obviously, as the movies have gone on, he knows what it's... Because, you know, he didn't just like try and kill Batman. You know, he tried to reason with him. Why, why are you giving me this look? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting. Uh, but I, I think like what a lot of people forget is just that he did such a good job showing how to learn to be Superman and then finally did become Superman because of Man of Steel and the things that he had to overcome. You know, uh, so I think that I think the way that he showed like his uh, his disdain and just his uh, like it, it, it almost killed him to kill Zod. You know, it was the last of his people. So I, I think, you know, he showed some really good range in that role in, you know, at the end of Man of Steel. OK, so that happens at the end of Man of Steel. And yeah. then we get a whole nother movie. And then we get almost a whole nother movie before we actually see Superman show any kind of lighthearted, hopeful behavior. So we basically we get Man of Steel where it's dour, dark, depressing, um, no hope. And then the next one, he does try to kill Batman. He does. He shows up and he's like, he's like, that's uh, after Batman tries to kill him like several times. It doesn't matter. He's Superman. He's supposed to try. He's supposed to be above. Also, all he's he never pissed kills. that they killed his pal Jimmy Olsen. Also. If you want to talk about, <laughs> yeah, that's a deep. He's cut. in the CIA. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand that. They're gonna introduce Jimmy Olsen, uh, you know, a very big supporting character from the comic and book. Kill him in the same scene. And kill. He's gonna be in the CIA somehow, or I don't know if you worked <laughs> working with the CIA. And there we go. That was him. that was my ace in the hole, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> yeah. Well, that we, was your ace in the hole. This makes this decision so easy. There. <laughs> uh, but no, he, uh, he shows up and he and he's like, Bruce, we need to talk. And then Bruce like. You know, Batman just does like the guns or something, starts shooting at him, doesn't do anything to Superman. And then he's like, Bruce, we need to talk. And then he shoots like, oh, no, it's the sound cannons. And then that's it. That's all he does. Then he attacks him immediately. So like this whole like rising above the, you know, killing people, learning his lesson from the first movie doesn't. People are always still learning. So then he dies. Characters are always learning. (laughs) Yeah, apparently he's never started. Oh, like Um, Luke Skywalker. They forget their lessons. (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> all right let's wrap this one up guys right. uh man jeez <sighs> oh, i really Rick. i really wanted superman to win <laughs> oh that's mean <laughs> <laughs> i really want i thought when i first proposed this question I don't was, listen to kevin's propaganda <laughs> kevin oh man he just i don't know he all he man. has is that Gal Gadot is charming. <laughs> so is Henry Cavill. It's huge. He's charming as hell. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Oh, jeez, man. I'm sorry, Bobby. <laughs> he's, really, <laughs> he's really laboring. Dude, this sucks. Because Superman is my favorite character. Kevin, I, why couldn't you have chosen Superman? <laughs> I thought Kevin might have chosen Superman. He like he used it as his first movie in the first I know. question. <laughs> I love Superman. And he Superman. Goes, switches up. Superman. He switches it up completely and throws everyone for a loop and going for Gal Gadot. <laughs> he loves Superman, but he really, really loves Gal Gadot. So. Yeah, I don't even really like Wonder Woman that much. It's all about Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I was going to say, like, it's just because he's got a crush on her. But then, I don't know, man. He's just too good at tearing everyone else down. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's so true. It's Your so true. best uh, skill is tearing other people down. So I got down. that point? Yeah, you got that Hell point. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, you got that point. A quick yeah, aside. Yeah, you got that point. Um, Bobby, I love I love Henry Cavill as the character. I know. And I love Superman as the character. <laughs> so cool. I know you do. And, I, and I'm okay with the, the dark I wish I wish Superman. you would have brought up just physiques, Bobby, because I think that would have been a little more swayed. You know, I think Henry Cavill is like the perfect physique for Superman and Gal Gadot. She's still a little on, I don't know. No offense. I thought it. Maybe, on, I, thought, um, I thought I said it. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> I thought but, I talked uh, about him being like a big cut dude, yeah. but maybe I didn't. Yeah, her being a, you know, just this petite thing. <laughs> I think Kevin had mentioned something that he was worried about it earlier, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But both great job on that guys. Um, Ah, oh, jeez! I really wanted to give Bobby that point. <laughs> I guess Jay's not biased. Also, <laughs> this, nobody this wants it. Kevin to win. 
but but also, we still begrudgingly I, give him points. I know, yeah. I'm not biased. So I give you the point, even though I want to. I know. Talk. I was being sincere. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you know, this uh, we're still going off a point system at the end of the season. Listen, so, I'll, Bobby, I'm always Bobby, an underdog. Still, I'm, I'm going to make count. a comeback this season. We're yeah, only we six more episodes only game three. Yeah. Just this take the gloves off. Take the gloves off. That's sort of why this was designed this way. So if you're if you get down in an episode real quick, it doesn't really matter for the end of the season. You can come back. Um, so it makes you still a dog in this fight. So let's oh, see I'm, a, I'm a dog. Don't let's you see. worry. Let's Here we go, fight. guys. For none of the marbles. For <laughs> for one marble. <laughs> one more marble. <laughs> in your marble bag. Who would you recast in the DCU? And why? And... Go, Bobby. Uh, I would recast no one. Um, like this is kind of going back to the continuity question. I think keeping the cast how we have it now is the best thing going forward for the universe. Um, I was thinking about there. There's one kind of obvious answer, and Kevin took it. <laughs> but um, you know, so I was thinking about. It, I'm you. like, I was like, you know, I don't think there's anybody worthwhile, like that we need to change. You know, I think, you know, obviously Gal Gadot is, is probably perfect as Wonder Woman. Uh, Henry Cavill is perfect as Superman. Uh, I think Ben Affleck is incredible as Batman. You know, it's like a, a bunch of people could be Batman, but I think his portrayal obviously is, you know, out of this world. Um, I don't think, like, uh, was it Ray Fisher? I, I don't see any reason to recast him. I think he was good for what he was written. Uh, I think, uh, I, or uh, was it uh, The Flash? I can't, can't remember his first name. Ezra Miller. Ezra, Ezra Miller. Uh, unless there's like a Me Too thing, I don't think he should be recast. Um, or I don't know if it's a Me Too was thing, but one? like he like pretended to choke. Like I don't know if you saw, he pretended to like choke somebody, and like a lot of people were calling for him to be canceled. It was a really weird thing, like a month ago. But uh, I don't understand. I, I'll I'll send it a video later. It's very weird, but it's it's like uh, I think he was really good. Like he, I I don't mind him being super quippy. Like if he's pretty much the only one who will do it. I think it really worked. He was he was the best part of um, of Justice League. I, you know, it's like I think there's nobody that needs to be recast. I think keep the, the, this cast going forward and try and build off of the best parts of what you already have. Okay, so like Bobby said, mine was a pretty obvious choice. He's not he's not a major character, but could be going forward to sort of tie it back into my first answer of Man of Steel two. This could be a villain that is involved in that story. Um, even if you wanted to do, to do something more, uh, you know, galactic or, uh, you know, something, something having to do with a space character like Brainiac or, or some other one of the people that come to earth. Um, this guy was portrayed horribly in what we saw him, in my opinion, in my opinion, um, opinion. opinion. it's Lex Luthor or as Bobby would say, Lex Luthor. Um, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg, I actually like him as an actor. He has a very specific uh, way that he acts that works for certain characters. It This wasn't it. The, he should have been nowhere near this role. Um, there's rumors. I don't know if this has ever been confirmed, but that he was actually auditioning for the, the role of the Riddler, which would have made way more sense. He would have been probably pretty good in that in that role, and I would have you know been on board for that. But Nobody beats Luther, Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a, a tough you know bar to, to climb <laughs> or to get over, but... Um, Lex Luthor for, or played by Jesse Eisenberg was horrible. I think that if you want to continue with any kind of Superman storyline, you're going to have to have a strong Lex Luthor. And the perfect recast for that is, um, John Blake and his name, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston would be the perfect Lex Luthor. He's menacing. We've seen him do it in uh, a bunch of movies, but in Breaking Bad mostly, he's like, you know, can be like a mild mannered dude to people that he's got to behave that way for, and can be vicious and brutal to people that he needs to be that for. So, um, I think seeing Brian Cranston as a Lex Luthor, an older Lex Luthor, because if we're moving forward in the universe, you can age him a bit. Um, he can play younger than what he actually is, because that's what they usually do in movies anyways. Um, have him a little bit older, have him a little bit weathered from being in prison as a result of Batman vs. Superman, and just like, you know, vicious and uh, and vindictive and trying to get back at Superman for, for everything that happened. And, you know, his overall xenophobia of this alien, this all-powerful alien, um, would be portrayed so well by Brian Cranston. So, uh, again, this is a pretty obvious answer, and he's that doesn't have a lot of impact so far, but could in the future and could be a huge portion and problem 
for the the heroes of this universe. It's funny you mentioned like being like vindictive. Um, Jesse Eisenberg is a good actor, and we've seen him be bitter and vindictive in the social network. You know, it's like he he's able to pull off this type of role. I think uh, the best thing that they could do is keep Jesse Eisenberg in the role, but do make him weathered from prison. Make his character change, but keep the actor the same. He's got enough range to where he can pull that off. And it's like, you know what? You know, prison did change me. Now I'm a lot less zany and I'm a lot more, you know, focused on my goals here. You know, I, I, I really feel like he does have the range. Normally, you know, he, he would be kind of like a Michael Sarah type of a character or, you know, actor. Oh, could you imagine Michael Sarah? <laughs> oh, he's, awesome. he's obviously better. But That'd be awesome. He's obviously you better. I have opinion already. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm losing the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like I think he's a good enough actor to to show that much character depth and to change going, you know, from from, from what we saw in Man of Steel or I guess Batman for Superman, sorry. To uh, to what we're gonna get going forward, I think Brian Cranston would be an excellent uh, addition or you know replacement. Uh, I know a fan theory was, or not a fan theory, but like what they wanted was to have him come in as Lex Luthor's dad, Senior, like Lex yeah. Luthor Senior, and take over that way. Uh, but I, I honestly think that there's no reason to replace him um, because I really think keeping the same cast is gonna be the most important thing going forward. You know, if they can keep as many, if not all, of the same major characters in this universe, that's that's going to be the thing that's going to keep the the continuity going and just keep everybody understanding of what's happening. You know, it's it's not a huge, you know, it's it's honestly not a huge deal to recast a character as long as you know you don't explain it in a weird way. But I think just keeping everybody how they have it now, there's no reason with how good of an actor he is to take him out of that role. So would you say that uh, Lex Luthor, as we've seen him so far, is a secondary or a tertiary character so far? Secondary, at least, supporting. Um, earlier, on an mm-hmm. earlier question, you had mentioned that Don Cheadle's recasting wasn't a big deal because he was a secondary character. So, so far, he, he... At that point, he's, he was. He's, he's in so. between, because, like, he technically wasn't even really the... He, he was, like, uh, in Civil War. He was, like, Zemo. Yeah. Would, I mean... Is Zemo... Not, a main character no but that's so the casting him basically he's, he's in between uh a secondary and he's like right in the middle of that right now but if if going forward you want to make him a main character i think you should stick with him well to basically i just want to want to say for the record that bobby was okay with recasting don Cheadle as a second <laughs> recasting terrence howard for don Cheadle, but not okay with jesse eisenberg being replaced by brian cranston but to another point you just mentioned actually um what was it? Oh, yeah, that joke just totally threw me off. Uh, oh, no. You, sh- you shouldn't have gone in for the kill. That's, that's right. We're that's, gonna, this is what happened earlier on, on Call of Duty. We're gonna, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, we're definitely editing this out. Uh, no, uh, you had mentioned, oh, that he would, would learn from being in prison and basically mm-hmm. have a character shift. Um, unfortunately, we've already seen him after prison in this universe and yeah we saw him for like a minute but yeah, we but didn't even still, see very much from him but he was still like you know talk like super fast and like super like quirky and quippy and it was just like well, he's not gonna change that like you know he's not gonna fundamentally change who he is right you but, know it's gonna be more subtle changes than but that wouldn't it be better seeing an actual like grizzly smart vindictive version of this character that we see not only in the comics but in previous portrayals if you want to do something completely different then that's fine too, and that's that seems to be what they were trying to do. But I I think it would be uh let let's say Brian Cranston was interested in the role, it'd be a huge misstep to to not you know jump at that opportunity. Um, so I mean I don't know I, I like I said I think Jesse Eisenberg can play a range of characters, but he hasn't done it very often in what we've seen him as, and I think that uh, Lex Luthor what we've seen so far is basically just him you know status quo. It's just what he's what he does. Um, and it was weird and it was jarring. Um, so I don't know. I think this is, this is a pretty easy answer. Um, low hanging fruit. Um, if I do say so myself, I, I actually have that written down in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I undercut you again. Uh, okay. Well, let me ask you a question. The, uh, Job. the Thor we saw in Thor two to Thor three. Is that, <laughs> is that not a gigantic character shift for Thor? 
for the most part. He still is very prideful at the beginning, and his character arc that he should have gone on over the first two movies happens all in one movie. But, the, and you know my problems with that movie. It's too funny, and so that is weird uh, for the character, so it is a little bit off-putting. But, that being but said... But do you like the character better now, or in Thor 2? Yes, but is it Thor? Is he actually Thor anymore? Uh, I I mean that's debatable, but yeah, if, it is, let, let's sure. say Jesse Eisberg does that kind of a switch into a really good uh, Lex Luthor, would you be okay with it at that point? Because if you're okay with the the switch there, then I think you should be okay with it here. Well, hindsight would yeah say that that would be acceptable, but the problem is that this character has already or this uh, this casting has already pissed a lot of people off. Pissed off is is a uh, is a harsh Heath, term, but Heath a Ledger lot of people were, were pissed very, off about too. So. Yeah, but this was after the movie. Once we saw Heath Ledger, we were like, oh, okay. But Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> after Batman vs. Superman, we were like, oh, what the hell was that? It was really weird. And like nobody nobody liked it. I don't know a single person that liked that. So, all right. It's, it's Let's an wrap this one up. 30 seconds, rebuttals, each side. Bobby, 30 seconds. Uh, it's just, I, I, like I said, I think... Every, every, I think the casting for pretty much every major character, and I guess I would call him, like I said, uh, Lex Luthor in between a, in between a major character and a, a supporting character so far. But I think the the casting's been great so far. Like Lois Lane, like pretty much everybody from the like the Man of Steel movie was great casting, and like everybody, I think even Commissioner Gordon. It's weird to see a, a Marvel character in there, but I think he was a great uh, great casting. You don't need to recast Lex Luthor. I think it's fine. All right. Kevin, thirty seconds. Uh, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg sucked. I don't need. I don't need thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Bobby, where is this passion in the other two questions? I'm a really big Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, holy shit! I've never seen someone die on a hill like that. Yeah. Um, That's not true. I have. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, Kevin, we've always had the same to talk about, you know, recasting Jesse Eisenberg. Um, so I would have liked to hear, uh, I guess, I don't know. Not that I would like to hear, but you guys did both amazing jobs this whole episode. Um, and, you know, kind of because, I guess, Jesse Eisenberg was a low-hanging fruit. I'm going to give this point to Bobbert. Oh, a pity least, point. Thanks, Jay. gave an answer. <laughs> Jesus. But. Too, I would have liked to have heard something more about that because we had talked about it earlier how uh, the weed and cut wouldn't really be continuity anymore if we go on to the Snyder cut. And so I was wondering if, you know, if you, how would you have thought maybe Eisenberg's tra- portrayal of, uh, my God, <laughs> Alex Luther was a director thing. And maybe if we see something, I mean, I, it's not really something you could have argued, but I'm wondering along those lines, um, you know, oh. if we're going to see. A different version of Lex Luthor in the Snyder Cut. Just a quick comment on that: we that is that was a reshoot that Joss Whedon did do. The original end credit scene was Darkseid, um, from what I'm hearing from rumors and stuff. Um, so, but it still is very much along the lines of Batman vs Superman. So, yeah. I, you know, maybe yeah. the Snyder Cut would have you know expanded on that, or maybe even not even touched on it at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that we saw a lot from that character. Yeah, and, and then to Bobby's. Uh, credit uh i think he kind of turned me on a little on jesse eisenberg you know bringing up uh you know social network he plays such a creep in that because you know i mean i guess it's easy because he had some real inspiration from the true character <laughs> for real this but, isn't going think... on facebook by the way <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna shut down our channel um uh yeah so uh good guys uh we got kevin with two points bobby with one Yay. Good job, Bobby. Uh, Kevin taking the leaderboard with uh, four points. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Bobby's um, still trailing at two. I'm here with three and Bobby at two. Uh, so next. Well, I uh, guess we'll see what happens next time between you and me then, Jay. Well, yeah, I mean, guess Kevin. Judge again. <laughs> I don't know. You won Ooh, this. You should have given so, me the, the sweep. The sweep. <laughs> <laughs> You want to uh, talk about vindictive? That's Kevin. <laughs> they should cast me as Lex Luthor. Gee, give me that fucking point. You know you're out of the club. <laughs> you guys, if one of you picked Michael Rosenbaum, I would have given that person the point. I don't know who that is. Smallville. Was that Jimmy? Lex Luthor from Smallville. Uh, <laughs> uh, he he wouldn't even return for the. Uh, 
he wouldn't even return for the crossover events. But there is what was the reason? The problem that? is he's the Flash in the animated series, so can't can't have him as Lex Luthor. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't. They, they should bring in the animated Flash into <laughs> this that. Sounds too. like a subject for the next episode. <laughs> All Why right. Can't, yeah. Nerd Wave <laughs> episode thirteen. Why can't Michael Rosenbaum? <laughs> Rosenberg <laughs> play Lex Luthor. So that wraps it up for this third episode of Debates. Uh, Next time, Kevin will be the moderator. Be me versus Bobby. Not sure on what the questions will be, but it will be fun. Sure, they'll be stupid. They'll be so tough. Uh, (laughs) We get more and more vicious each each episode. I'm just gearing up. You you heard me on that last question. I'm just going to be gearing up continually every question going forward. That's oh like six God. questions too late, though. By the end of this season, Bobby might have another point. <laughs> My goal is to get five points. All right. <laughs> and so, guys, wait, how do we do our outro on this? Because I'm hosting. I can't do the blah. Throw it to one of us, man. All right. Thanks for riding the wave. Well, that my thing. You forgot. That's my like, thing. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Listen like, comment, subscribe. That should go unsaid. You guys, if you're listening to this already, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, Don't forget to comment. And thanks for riding the wave. I forgot what my <laughs> line is. <laughs> this is a disaster. It's different when I'm not hosting. <laughs> Get pitted. Thanks for joining us, guys. Shred that Good noise. night. Good night. Whoa. Go ahead, make my day. I ain't got time to win.